Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the Average Joe Films podcast. And um, little note, this is going to be the last podcast for at least two weeks because as of next week, I begin, I guess, principal photography on my short film for my dissertation. So we're going to be very busy um, and don't want to be tied down to having to do a podcast when I'm in the middle of filming. So that's that. But I will be back and I will be back probably with a bunch of films. I might even do an episode devoted to the process of making a short film and how just just how painstaking it is. Um, but yeah, without further ado, I'll get on with this episode. So the first film I watched last week is Dolomite Is My Name from 2019, directed by Craig Brewer. This is the story of Rudy Ray Moore, a comedy and rap pioneer who proved naysayers wrong when his hilarious, obscene, kung fu fighting alter ego became a 1970s blaxploitation phenomenon. This is starring Eddie Murphy, Keegan-Michael Key, Mike Epps, Craig Robinson, Titus Burgess, Devine Joy Randolph, and Wesley Snipes. Um, and this is one that had uh, made a bit of waves at uh, Toronto Film Festival, I believe it was, um, just late 2000. 19. Um, I only watched it now because I don't really know much about black exploitation. I think the only thing I've seen that counts as that is Black Dynamite, which is great. But um, yeah, I just didn't know too much about it. But um, I came to watch this because I was at my friend's house and we were on Netflix and he decided to put on The Nutty Professor, um, much to my dismay. And I said, oh, why don't we watch uh, Dolomite Is My Name? It's Eddie Murphy's Return to the big screen for a long long time and the long and short of it is is it's good it's very good i'll start with all the positives first i mean the cast are all of them every single person in this film is fantastic and perfectly cast in their role with eddie murphy being everything he needs to be and my personal favorite actually being wesley snipes as derville martin because that was some weird shit, and it was some funny shit, and it was just really good. And it's nice to see Wesley Snipes back as well, um, after his hiatus, let's call it. But everyone else, Keegan-Michael Key, good as always. Mike Epps, very good. Craig Robinson, very good. Titus Burgess has quite a bit of weight to carry, and even Devine Joy Randolph, and I don't recall seeing her in anything before. She was great in this. Um, and the whole vibe of the film is truly what it needs to be for a biopic of this kind. And it's full of heart, it's full of style, great music. Snoop Dogg shows up in it at one point as well. Um, and those are the good things. There are some bad which do pull the movie down. The movie did kind of need to just go with its flow a little bit more. It tries to have these deep character moments, which isn't a bad thing, but the writing of those deep character moments isn't the best. It's extremely exploitational, and a lot of it feels very irrelevant. Now... <clears throat> that being said, the good more than outweigh um, the bad in this film. And it's just fun. You know, it's one of those heartwarming ones where it's going to take a few twists and turns. It's going to be a little bit predictable, but at the end of the day, it is fun. Acting is really good in it. Songs are good. It's, it never outstays its welcome. That's the best thing about it is it feels nice and slick as a complete piece. It's just those character moments could have been a little bit better. But yeah, those are my thoughts on Dolomite is my name. Moving on to the second film I watched. This is Blue Jay from 2016, directed by Alexandra Lehman. Meeting by chance when they return to their tiny California hometown, two former high school sweethearts reflect on their shared past. 
This is starring Mark Duplass and Sarah Paulson. It's a Duplass brother, um, brothers rather, production, who I am very big fans of. This is the second time I watched this film. I found it, I think, last year on Netflix, and it, I, it like floored me the first time I watched it. And it's very low concept, but it's extremely effective. And it's effective because of its two leads. Um, chemistry is an extremely important thing between your actors in film and this is one of the occasions where the chemistry really elevates um, everything from screenplay to just the concept of the film itself like you would struggle to find a more believable past couple than Mark Duplass and Sarah Paulson in this film and I really mean that when I say that because they are just truly truly believable that's one of the best things about this film it feels real nothing feels over the top and it's very contemplative very reflective i think for a lot of people that will watch it and i still really like it it's done really well so simply probably on a shoestring of a budget because it's just these two actors they go to a few different places um some places outside so probably need permissions for that and yeah, it's just a really effective little drama romance. I, I really enjoy it just because the cast is so good, but it's shot competently as well. And I think the screenplay is good enough for it to merit a watch. Yeah, that's Blue Jay from 2016. And coming to, <coughs> excuse me, the final film that I will be talking about in this episode. This was very anticipated from me because I love the director's work. His first film is fantastic. In fact, I'm probably going to watch it again tonight. So I was waiting to see what this guy would do next, and I wasn't disappointed. But anyway, this is Waves from 2019 or 2020, if you are where I live, written and directed by Trey Edward Schultz. This film traces the journey of a suburban family as they navigate love, forgiveness, and coming together in the aftermath of loss. This is starring Kelvin Harrison Jr., Taylor Russell, Sterling K. Brown, Lucas Hedges, and Renee Elise Goldsbury. And my... Fucking God, did I have a good time with this film at the cinema. Um, I only went to see it because at the cinema I go to, I'd gotten, like, through some promotion, I'd gotten a free ticket, and it was going to expire on the 31st of January, and I was like, okay, Waves is actually coming out. I won't need to wait longer for that to um, get here or try and watch it online or anything. So I said, yeah, I'll go. I managed to take a friend with me, and for the whole thing, I was transfixed. It's very much a movie of two halves, and that's all I'm going to say about structurally how this um, movie is done. The two halves are extremely different from one another, but it flows so, so well. This, I feel, is really a movie for film fans or for people that want to be filmmakers or for people who are filmmakers, because Schultz uses everything in a filmmaker's toolkit over here. He uses musical cues. I mean, to speak about the music aside, it is almost a musical in and of itself because every song has a thematic meaning to what's going on in the story. He uses light to tell the story. He uses aspect ratios to tell the story. He shows, he doesn't tell. The cinematography is, I think, the best of any film I've seen in the last six months. And that just goes to show you how the Academy is bullshit because this is nowhere to be seen. It is, it's like Terrence Malick on fucking steroids. And it makes sense because Schultz worked with Terrence Malick for a lot of his like earlier life. 
even though he's still very young. This guy's only 31 years old and he's making films like this now. Like, I can't sing its praises enough. It is raw, it's real, it's refined whilst being raw, it's kinetic, it grabs you by the throat at times and at other times lets you breathe. And it is a complete, complete, like, it's just a study of the human condition when dealt a certain rough hand at certain times in your life and it's done extremely well this is already i know for a fact it's going to be in my top 10 of the year saying it from now it i mean unless anything else truly truly blows me away this might remain the best because i loved this film there's no other way to put it and yeah that's waves by trey edward schultz definitely go catch that if you're immortal it's still at the cinema Please do yourself a favour and watch it in a cinema. It deserves to be seen in a cinema. And with that, we're at the end of the episode. Just to say again, this is the last episode for at least two weeks while I'm busy trying to be a filmmaker myself. I will watch some films in that time. Um, I may put some updates out on the page. We shall see. But as usual, until then, it's been your average Joe, and I will see you soon.